Uh, why was Tiger looking in the toilet? Tiger. I don't know. To find poo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, <laughs> I think it's like maybe expired by like a few weeks. Ah, but I'm just eating it. Yeah. I think candy is okay. Lah. Well, sugar ma, sugar preservative, right? Yeah. So, hmm. it's been a really long time since we talked. Yeah. Since uh, there a lot of things happen. Ah, when you are away. What happened? Like, uh, Malaysia has a new PM. We have a new NDP song. It seems like seems like I've been away for like ten years. No, right? I mean, NDP song just came out. Like I thought it's like it just came out today. Really. Right? Yeah, fresh out of the oven. Huh? Yeah. So, what's the song about? You haven't heard it. See, yes, like this is the rehash of the um, We Are Singapore. Yeah. With an addition, additional starting verse by our local Charlie Lim, which is, to be honest, is a very talented guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, I'm like a big fan of Charlie. Mm-hmm. Like I go to his shows and stuff. And I even bought his album, but I think this one is like too big a task for you know because everyone knows how to sing We Are Singapore. And then suddenly you add one intro into it, like, you know. It just doesn't sound uh, necessary to me. But I know they are trying to, to, you know, inject a fresh flavor into it. But to me, like, National Day song should be easy to sing along uh, for, for like, kids to even, like, grandmas. I know the, the verse a bit too flashy for my liking. I get what you mean. Like, if you ask me what's the verse, I can't remember. Yeah. But if you talk about like all those like other like popular like classic like uh, NDP songs, then you can pretty much like remember the verses and the chorus because it's I mean there's a beauty to like simplicity to a song and mm-hmm. writing like flashy songs it's hard. I mean you know like it's hard to write like really like complex songs, but it's I think it's even harder to write simple songs that actually resonate like for a long time now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, some people are. Some people can really write all this simple stuff well. Mm. Like um, Dick Lee. Just simple melodies. And, and yeah. But of course, like whatever Charlie wrote is also difficult. La. It's, it's just that, you know, that... I mean, I mean, who, who are we, right? <laughs> we're nobody's, uh, but we're just like having a... Yeah, yeah we're, we're nobody's. Uh. So mm. we can say what we want here. Probably nobody will <laughs> Nobody will hear and tell him that. Uh. Maybe Charlie Lim listens to this and he takes our feedback... I, I, I highly doubt so. <laughs> that would be a, a big waste of his uh, time and talent to listen He'd to. Probably be putting us in a, um, the the category of like haters. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But but um, yeah. Still yeah. still a big fan of him. Uh. And yeah, like, I mean, okay, like, okay. The song is not only about him. You got other like local artists also, like uh, let's say Aisha, Aziz. Then you got like Joanna Dong. Then you got uh, who else? Is it, am I right? Is it like, Vendetta, not Vendetta, right? What's the name? What's the other lady? Uh, I got Kevin Lester. Yeah. Then got that. City Boy. Yeah, Lion City Boy, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, like, I think tastefully is done, the rehash is done tastefully. Like, doubt, predictable, but how much can you change a, like, a classic song, right? Mm. Mm. No, but, but another good point is that they didn't try to change the, the familiar part. Like. So, yes. You know, sometimes they try to, you know, um, like a very classic thing, then they try to add some flashy uh, uh, vocal variations to it, then it becomes very disastrous. So at least they didn't do that. So that's that's fine. So everyone yeah. can still sing along during the chorus. Yeah, especially people who grew up with the song. Mm. Mm, yeah, not too bad. Mm. So yeah, 
I mean, now Malaysia has a new PM who used to be the PM <laughs> in the previous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, Mahdi. What, what's your What's your take on that? We haven't spoke about this. Uh, we don't normally talk about politics, but since this is like our neighbors, and I think the entire thing is um historically like really impressive lah. You think about it, the entire thing the nobody would have expected the win lah. It's like imagine like. Our founding fathers, let's say, uh, the late, uh, the, our late Lee Kuan Yew decided to quit PAP mm. and then run for opposition and lead the opposition coalition and then he win the election. It's mm. like that. Like, you know? Because I think one of the reasons why, maybe because why the coalition party won because, I don't know, I think generally speaking, like a lot of people are fed up. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's you, like there's the, like Bayerisan National, which is like the who has been in power for like the last 60 years was really complacent and then started to think about themselves more than other than the people. So that's where I think people start to, you know, really mm-hmm. be passionate about, like, you know, why not change the country? And then you have someone who is like, for, for I mean, for better or for worse, you have someone has like, icon, uh, like an icon like Mahade to actually lead the, lead the, uh, lead the party into, like, into the election. Then I think it's a no-brainer that a lot of people will back him, you know? Yeah. If there's anyone who can actually co- like make a coalition of all the different parties within like Malaysia or most of the different opposition parties in Malaysia, then it's him. I think the thought of like losing again, and I mean the thought of like not winning election and keeping like let's say the previous um, Najib as the previous PM, I mean there's it's not just that you. I think you bury up with like your enemies or you know, people who you don't agree with to for the better good. I think that's the whole point of the coalition, and like, hopefully it grows. Continually to actually be good, like not be like um divisive within the the coalition government. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because when when I look at things like this, uh, like you you know, I I don't I don't really delve into politics, and I mm. basically have no knowledge about politics. Uh. but mm-hmm. I like to like when I read news like this, like oh, uh, and then I see the people's reaction to uh Mate winning the thing. Uh, I automatically become a bit skeptical because after all, it's been very long since this guy has been in the actual game, like, mm. as, like holding this kind of position. So um, I don't want to be like a wet blanket, la, but you know, don't be happy too soon because I feel like, um, I don't know whether corruption is the correct word, but if let's say, for example, if the gov- the Malaysian government was corrupted, I think that there's a, there's a lot of um, people who are still in the field who is part of that corruption. So it's not like changing the leader is going to totally eliminate all these problems that they have been having over the mm. years. And I know like, it's a good start, of course, you need somebody up there to change everything. But if, let's say, there are high-ranking officials in, for example, uh, the police force or, or whatever, and then there are companies who have been working with all these corrupt officials, then the change might not be as big as what the public would want, you know. And then people will start getting unrest again. And, you know. Mm, I think hopefully it's a trickle-down kind of thing because all the people, I mean, entire cabinet has been reshuffled. All the previous ones has been like you know has been removed, and if they can indict, that I mean at the moment they're investigating like the ex PM what Najib. So if they can like investigate someone who was the ex prime minister, or like you know when it was for the one MDB case and all that, then the other lower ones will actually also somewhat be somewhat indicted. It's like a snowball. Mm. Hopefully, it's a snowball effect to actually get anyone who is involved lah. I mean yeah. the issue. The issue with like, uh, if you compare like for me, if you compare like Najib and Mahdi, right? Mahdi, when he took money, he took like he 
do it the right way by when let's say when there's a company who wants to develop something in Malaysia, he take a percentage of it. So he take the money from the companies. Mm. But for Najib's case, he's taking the funds of like the the actual people, the the hard earned money of like the Malaysian like people to actually and and use it for his own usage. Of course, mm. people are going to be pissed. Like who's not not going to be be, be pissed, right? Mm. Think about it, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I can't comment further about the politics thing. Oh yeah. You okay, know I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I maybe I should start to learn more about this. Uh. Because I. I don't know. Really, there's. I. I always think that there's so many levels to politics that you know will just end up as pure speculation from us. Then it, it's just it just leads nowhere. And uh, that's how politics is anyway most of the time. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So enough of politics for the day, or, or for the month. Oh, for the year for you lah. Yeah. <laughs> my my oh. uh, my my in-laws ah, they just came back from like uh Prius. Oh okay. Mm. Why weren't you at the Prius? I do it at home, cause can do it anywhere lah. But it's recommended to do it in the mosque lah. Mm. Speaking yeah. of prayers, yeah. Now it's the fasting month for you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Ramadan. Uh, it's the month of I think one of the months that I actually look forward to, like personally. Yeah. As I grow older, I feel that Ramadan is a very special time. Mm. Something that you look forward to. As I don't know, maybe it's a bit weird if you outsiders listen to this, or maybe you find it a bit weird. But it's a time where, in a way, you not put put a reset button but somehow try to be a better person for yourself and not only for yourself but the community and your family lah. Mm. Yeah, I mean on a personal level allows you to somehow be more reflective ah. Reflective of your of your own self lah. Why would you think this will sound weird to me? Uh no, I mean like not saying you 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 but like some viewers think oh. like eh hey, like if you think what like layman like eh hey, why you want to why are you looking forward to like not eating for like half a day half the day and like not drinking water not do anything can do everything oh. then people will think like that man I'm I, I know lah but I'm just saying that <laughs> yes if you come from Rotorua outside because the thing is we come from Singapore like we already know like our like, so called like there's so many different cultures right so more or less when you're growing up you have like 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 Muslim friends who actually fast and everything and then you always wonder whether Something, something like this you can actually do. But your, I mean, I understand that your, your, your Buddhist right by like, uh, Buddhist. You are Buddhist, right? I am. I mean, you grew up in a Buddhist household, kind okay, of thing. It's a, Complicated it, uh, thing. So, sort of, but but sometimes the Singaporean Chinese a bit um, gray area, now, because we pray to the Buddha and we also pray to Taoism. Oh. But, but Buddha is. But then they, you know, when we watch all the TV drama, they are all in the same. So I also, but basically, yeah lah. I pray to all these uh the the familiar ones uh, the familiar yeah, gods. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, you. If you talk about Buddhism itself, like it has like uh fasting. There are times where you are like, from my understanding, there is like fasting as well lah. So I think it might not be weird for you, but mm. maybe for our other listeners. Mm. I don't know it, maybe they always wonder like why would you look forward to like a month where you don't eat and everything lah. But I think maybe it's a personal thing lah. As I grew up, you know, it's a nice time because you automatically somehow be more be like more involved in your family or like you know you get to meet more your family members more mm-hmm. often on a daily basis. You have dinner together or you, normally like you know in the morning or of course you wake up you only have your like um your morning breakfast with the people who are like closest to you within the actual household lah. But you know, during like dinner time, when you want to break our fast, then that's when we actually gather like people together. Like just now I had like my 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 in-laws, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law all like coming over to actually have have dinner. 
Mm. And then on the weekends, I normally head over to my 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 parents or my sister's place to actually do the same thing. Yeah, so it's a fun time, I guess. And also mm. the main point is like reflection. I mean, if you think your life is like hard, right? It's a reminder to see that how other people might actually go through like further hardship than you are, lah. You know, to be you're supposed to be more grateful with what you have, but for like other people yeah, who yeah. don't have as much as you, lah, that kind of thing. And and that's the reason behind why you guys fast, right? Is to so sort of um uh to put it bluntly, it's like for the well-to-do people to sort of um understand what the poor is going through. Is, is that right? That's one of it. Uh, it's not particular. There's many parts to it, lah. I mean, that's one part. One part of it. Another part is actually it's the month where we believe that it's the month where like uh like the Quran was actually like brought forth, lah, which during the month of Ramadan, lah. So. We are like heavily like um recommended to you know recite and learn more about like the the like our, our holy book and to actually understand you know the religion more lah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah lah. Um, it's also I guess it's a, also a good way to like I said earlier to control yourself, not control yourself lah. More of like to be more calm person, to be more collective kind of like um, person lah, which I think is important. Because if you if I if you know me like if I'm my usual self I probably be like quite quite crazy sometimes actually not really lah I think that's probably like not really lah you already quite tame already really man yeah but people like like Ned is a bit crazy you know oh yeah for our listeners who don't know who Ned is um please vis- visit uh valviciousmusic.com yeah that's v i l e vile vicious dot com oh yeah oh, music dot com yeah 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 but anyway um that's yeah, so why I was I was um. Okay, pardon my ignorance. So I was wondering a few things about fasting because, yeah, I, for example, um, I know this is very dumb, but do pregnant people need to fast? Ah, uh, no, not necessary. But if they want to, they're actually recommended to fast. Like if they're within the first two trimesters, that's fine now. But if the last trimester, because the baby needs a lot of nutrients, right, then it's highly not recommended now. Yeah. But it depends. It ah, uh, it de- depends on each pregnancy or each like, person. Uh, like I think either she fasted. For the month where where um Sophia was like, uh, when she was pregnant with Sophia and she was okay with the entire time because she didn't have any morning sickness or whatever. So, or she didn't feel like whether it's like uh she feel like she needs to drink water more or what lah. So she decided to try and fast the whole month. Then okay lah, doctor say also she's healthy, so mm. that's fine lah. Mm. Then from what age does a kid needs to start fasting? Uh, the age okay. I guess like for Muslims, the age of like no repercussions is before puberty, lah. So, oh, okay. so technically we're clean slate until we reach puberty. Mm. So for me personally, I think I started fasting, started to like slowly learn how to fast. I got interested in it maybe about five years old around there. Oh, yeah. But I guess technically, if you, I only, I think I only hit puberty like maybe. 14 or something like that if I don't remember if I remember I think that's correctly. around the age yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah I think because we're so used to it I'm so used to it since young already right so it wasn't a bad transition I suppose of course every year your first one two to three days for normally you it's an adjustment period for you to get used to your new like fasting body like cycle lah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I see then how about if if someone like me because mm. I like I have gastric issues right Mm-hmm. Then how? Same thing applies. Huh? So basically, you only uh, like if you if you are unable because of like your medical issue or right, you can't fast, right? Mm. Then you really can't fast. Then yeah, there's no there, there's no like harm of you like not not fasting. Huh? So it's fast. like do as as much as you can. 
take yeah. it within within your like your that doesn't that it's not that detrimental to your health lah that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So like yeah. old people, sick people, like uh like really old people who can't really like fast already, then no need to fast. Mm. Uh, just need to like you know just give. Uh, for a day of fast, you need to give like some pounds to like the poor and all that, like something like that. Uh. There's a calculation of like how much maybe rice or like money you're supposed to give for the 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 amount that you don't fast. Uh. But normally that is being paid by the people who care for them. Uh. Like for me, if I either can fast or what, then I just pay for her lah. Uh, that kind of thing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We are learning a lot here. Yeah. Because I I have a feeling that a lot of people don't know a lot of details about not not just not just your religion but any religion because. Sometimes when we we live so closely with each other, mm. we end up actually not you know feeling a great need to learn a lot, and you know because we are sometimes it's like that You know when when it's so close, you don't you just take it as it is and you don't take a further step to learn. But yeah, it's good that we learn something today. Mm. I think and oh, do do you know that Pogba is a Muslim? Yeah, Paul Pogba. Yeah, yeah. Because he he's. Uh, Mecca or I think. Oh, he's uh, doing his like uh, mini pilgrimage. I think he did it last year also. Yeah. Every uh, so, time the season ends, he will go. I think. Yeah, because nicely because we're on the lunar calendar. Uh, we for like our Islamic calendar is the lunar calendar lah. So every year it goes back. If I'm not mistaken, about two weeks back lah, from the solar calendar. So just nice that for now the season is like you know end of the season he can go lah. Mm. If not, like I think, as it, probably in a few years' time, he's, if he's still playing, then maybe it will hit coincide to the last matches or what. Uh. Yeah, might overlap. Uh. Mm. Pogba then, oh yeah, then World Cup. Is he involved in the World Cup? I'm not sure. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Then probably meets Salah and everything. Uh. Egypt, yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture of him carrying an LV bag. So I'm just saying that can buy a lot of food for his countrymen. Just saying. <laughs> But he donated a lot, here, right? yeah, yeah, he did. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I think he donated more than what we earn like, collectively as a company. I don't know, as a company or whatever. Mm. Good luck, go for him. Yeah. And what what else has happened? Oh, you went to one of my favorite places on Earth. Where Tasmania? Oh, Tasmania. Yeah. How how was that? Ah, uh, it was really interesting. That's interesting. It, uh. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh. No lah. Uh. What? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a uh, why? Well, I think it was really nice. Eh. I think when we were there, it wasn't winter or anything, so there wasn't much snow. But because for some reason, you get this feeling that it's so remote that you feel that you're so far away from all the stresses of your like city life or like Singapore yes. life. Yes, it that's one of the reasons I love it. At one point of time, remember when you asked me to do the intro for like last last week's episode or something, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then that was literally, I was outside in the middle of the night. Even the crickets were like so quiet. I, was like, I can hear myself like speak. When I spoke, right, I spoke. That was like a loud kind of thing, because eh. it's so damn quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like peaceful and serene. Eh. So yeah, especially like the area that I was staying in, um, in the north side, the Crater Mountain area. Wow, damn nice, eh. mm. Yeah. But are so, you comfortable with in such a quiet place? No? Because I I tell you a story when I went to Melbourne two years ago. Mm. So I went to this um very secluded place to stay at because we it's a long way drive out of Melbourne. It's mm. like along Great Ocean Road and then into the mainland or whatever you call it. So at night, I wanted to take like photos of the stars or or something like that. But when I step on my room, right, like the city slicker in me, uh, mm. I just 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 like when, you know, ballless. <laughs> <laughs> I just went out and then I just feel a bit creeped out by the by how quiet it is. 
Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be relaxing. Uh, but I'm, I think I'm too used to city life that I feel a bit uncomfortable. Like being out there in total darkness myself. I think it's totally normal to feel that. I mean, to be honest, also when I went out, also I felt like, wow, this is like totally... I had that like feeling also a bit of that feeling but then I'm thinking oh, it's nice but it's a change of pace so I decided to just like try it lah. but then there was like the night was foggy so I couldn't take anything <laughs> so I just went back in after like a couple of tries I tried test shots and all I see is like fog so okay whatever yeah it happens it happens you didn't have a second chance to try is it somewhere else I think Hobart will be too bright yeah too bright uh, no not really because like the place that I was in Hobart also there was a lot of street lights eh, so and then there was the, the problem with the moon rising too fast. Mm. And then when it sets, it's actually daytime already. So, mm. oh, it's supposed to take, right? Okay. I think it might be better during like like winter, I don't know, winter time or autumn time. I'm not sure because there's a weird kind of like the way that everything aligns in the, in the sky and the earth so that mm. the moon only rises at 2 a.m. or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I realized that my... Because I, I went back and have a relook at my Melbourne Tasmania pictures. Mm-hmm. They are like super terrible. Because back then I I I wasn't as familiar with the Fujifilm camera. So almost all my pictures were overexposed. No, so, but the the pictures that turned out well, I think it really is really, really good. Eh? Like the one that it, you took the snow photos with then the between the tree I line. I think it could, have, it could have been better. Because you, you see it on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not accurate. On, on such a small thumbnail, it's, it's fine. You know, I think, if... Actually, I think I saw it on your blog, eplastindy.com, guys. So, all oh, listeners there. Yeah. Yeah. Best travel blog in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. The couple some, that, some... that don't travel enough. <laughs> some people say Johor Bahru. So, yeah. Johor Bahru? Yeah. I never Person... go Johor Bahru. We haven't gone oh, yet. Oh, I, I, blog, I, I'm talking about the blog. Like, oh, the blog. Uh. We, no, we, don't, we haven't gone to Johor Bahru. You know how I feel about the causeway and what is beyond the causeway? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel safe. Uh. I always hear like horror stories. Eh. I think one of the rare, rare, rare times that Chinese person feel like, a bit weird. Uh. Really, man? I don't know, man. No, la, but Johor Bahru is quite okay. Right? I think Johor Bahru, the, the hipster area is quite okay, quite nice. I always hear like, you know, I don't know, eh? Like, when you have to go to some place and then um, be so wary about anyone who walk past you, that kind of thing. Oh, actually, I am always like that, even in Singapore, I suppose. Oh, really? Yeah. In Singapore, I will like, put my iPhone to chop the seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. But, but yeah. honestly, I think if I do that, right, it, it won't get picked up. No? I think Singaporeans are, you know, too humpty to, to do it. They will think too much. Right? They will like, wow, if I steal this, somebody will see how, uh, then how then I can storm them my job. Then by the time, then I must jail then. By the time you come back, it is. <laughs> yeah, then I come back, it is. Yes. <laughs> That's the vibe I get from Singaporeans. Uh, including myself, uh, very classy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, so Tasmania was okay only uh, for you. No, it was like, really nice. Um, But I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's like, I felt so close to nature, like, I feel. Even at Hobart mm. also, it's like, it's not really a like, really city, city, like, thing except for talk about the CBD lah but when I had the like food there the seafood there wow, I'm like what the heck it's like so fresh and so yeah. nice yeah <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't take it no like we had this like random like deep sea based fish at uh, this place called um, fish frenzy or something like that. it's at the harbour there mm. then it was, it was 35 bucks like, expensive lah but when we had it it was like what the heck this is like so perfect ah. Yeah. we have to like put so much thing just like put a bit of salt and pepper then lemon then wow 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 and they just grill it like just nice, right? They like probably they time it like 30 seconds yeah. each, right? Then, then wow, cannot cannot take it, so it's so good. Right? Yeah, I, I, I like Hobart a lot also. Just quiet, like, I like all these like 
um, quote unquote smaller cities. Uh, but it's not as you know, if you if you tell me Tokyo and London, I, I want to die, you know. <laughs> I think of it uh, I'm very stressed out really. Yeah, but all these cities actually even Melbourne is is, is good. It's yeah, fun. it's not too fast. Uh. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the limit for like a uh, kind of a like background city. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Hey, do you go to the market? Salamanca market. Yeah, I did. Uh, it was interesting. It was huge, right? Is it still huge? I don't know what. Yeah, it's like the whole street, lah. It's a damn big street, no? <laughs> yeah, like the whole street, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, was, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think my I didn't buy anything there except for like the this like um kebab place. This no, yeah, see this Iranian Persian kind of food place similar to kebab. It's quite good, lamb mm. and chicken. So mm. yeah, it's quite good, lah. And then I think my wife and Ida and my mother-in-law bought some stuff, lah. But I didn't buy anything there. Mm. I think it's a bit pricey, but mm. it's definitely nice to have a look like look see yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think cannot blame them for the price also la. I don't think they have. I mean, they have more than us, but a lot of things they might need to import from mainland Australia also to make or whatever or mainland China. That would be a bit ridiculous. Right? I don't think they will import anything from China. But they still yeah. their sacred land. Maybe yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Salamanca was good. Salamanca market. Um, they went to Mount Wellington not once but twice. Oh, and the weather is good enough to go all the way up, right? The first time when I went up there, it wasn't. It was like the wind was like 50 kilometers or something. The car was like, was like shaking oh around. God. So oh, I actually... They let you go up? Yeah, there wasn't any warning or that. So I went up. So I, I was the only one who actually went out. It was, it was trying to catch the sunset. But then we realized the sunset actually sets behind the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> then we had to go the next day. Yeah, wait. When, when the next day and then during noon time and that was when it's actually quite nice but then also it was damn windy and damn cold mm. so luckily they had the viewing gallery thing uh, so my in-laws uh, my in-law my wife and I uh, and Sophia stayed most most of the time inside there yeah I didn't even get to go up because it was windy and icy roads oh yeah basically yeah. they say that there's a snowstorm out there and, no and we, we, we could sort of see it like it was it was crazy so we didn't get to go up yeah, the winds are crazy. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, they I, have the sort of like the quarter waypoint. Mm. Not quarter, three quarter waypoint. So we managed to go there. Mm. But I'm sure the view up all the way is definitely better. La. Yeah, I mean I can mm. show you some photos when I get to yeah. the I even edit. Oh, it's gonna take some time. You yeah, normally right. edit very fast. Uh because the thing is about my laptop, I'm using a Windows laptop, so the screen is not accurate. So I have to actually connect to my 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 Dell monitoring site. But the thing is, mm. by the time I get back home, eat everything now, fasting one night, mm. then I want to, after I settle prayers, then I put Sophia to sleep. Then at that time, I'd be like sleepy also. Mm. Yeah, know? I can understand that. I can't even imagine not eating, sir. Uh, oh, yeah, right? acid reflux, right? Yeah, I'll right? die. <laughs> yeah. Is it because if you eat too much, would it be an issue for you also? Yes, indigestion. Then I cannot sleep. I will, I will wake up in the middle of the night feeling like I need to vomit, lah. Basically, mm. yeah. and then I have to like really control because vomiting is not good for your stomach also, especially someone like me. So yeah. I try not and to. Your, and your lining, you're like yeah. ripping up from your <clears throat> stomach. Like. No, I've been listening back to some of the episodes while I'm editing, right? Mm. I realize I'm being too nice. I'm a very nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you're a nice guy, right? I don't know. Eh. Well, actually, for our listeners... um. And this is not nice as a person if you talk day to day. But maybe that's his persona outside. What? <laughs> what? I'm not nice. A... No, like the way that you interact with uh, like our group of boys. Uh, but maybe because that's the way that we talk. Uh, it's kind of a break. Oh, no, uh, that one is like, you know, 
the I watch too much wrestling. Oh yeah, smack talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cause I I skinny Chinese boy. I cannot smack talk people in real life. <laughs> Only can smack talk on text. Yeah. You try, you try with the 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 abang the abang <laughs> abang rock the the, the one from me. Then. Yes, yeah. Like to fasting man, you try fasting man lah. Maybe he can control a bit lah, but. <laughs> yeah, because I remember there was one episode where I was very angry. I think that one funnier. Is it about your pet peeve? Yeah. Oh, I I have updates on my pet peeve. So actually, not really an update, but I realized that it, it's still happening to me. What What's going on? Like people really forget that they need to flag the bus. Yeah. I cannot tahan. <laughs> I cannot tahan. Okay, it's it's one thing to like. Okay, maybe you are texting, then you didn't see the bus, and then it leave right. Then never mind. You stupid lah. Never mind. Then the. <laughs> There are those people who like is looking at the bus coming towards them and then they just stare at it like with their privileged faces thinking it's going to stop for them definitely. Yeah, I cannot stand that one. Yeah. Really, I cannot stand. Then I have to like make, like, like go through that, that crowd and then like go and flag the bus just to like show them, hey, you need to flag the bus. You know? Like today at, at our office, I don't know if they're from which office, lah, but basically they didn't flag the bus. Lah. Then yeah, lah, I just say, wow, now these people don't flag the bus. Lah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they heard it. Lah. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Do, they didn't do shit, like, But I hope they heard it, like. Yeah. No, no. Maybe the hands are tired from like texting too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But that's that's pet peeve. Uh. Listen. Listen. Pet peeve. Uh. Much. Uh. Nothing much. I feel like I things mean... are pissing me off like on a daily basis. Uh. Oh really? Oh yeah. Then you know how I don't like people who text and walk, right? Mm. I realize that my problem is not with people texting and walking at the same time. It's people who text and walk slowly at the same time. And blocking the five foot walkway. They standing in the center. Yeah. If they can text and walk at their normal speed, uh, that means they can multitask uh, basically. Then I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not people who suddenly text and slow down. Uh, well, I want to kick them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to kick them. <laughs> Trip them or kick them. I don't know. But, but I can't. Uh. We are supposed to be a civilized society. Uh. Uh, that's what we have been fed. Uh. If not unlucky, it will be like, too much. Uh. Mm. Yeah. I wish. Uh, I wish like, you know, I can experience an alternate universe where I can like, punch them. You know, and then feel how, and then, and then shoot already, then I come back to reality and then just continue walking behind them. Maybe I, you can do the, your alternate realities in your dream state, right? For you, right? because you have like lucid dreams, right? Mm. Okay, so tomorrow, what time do you need to wake up? Tomorrow, uh, on average, we, for me, wake up around five. Uh, five. Yeah. But my, I think my marine law and my, my helper, they wake up slightly earlier to actually prep, uh, like maybe before. 4.45, 4.30. But the thing is like, after that, we they probably rest, but we have to go to work. Ma. So that's why they're helping us to like prepare the food. La. If sometimes we need to cook the night before, then we cook the night before. Mm. So yeah. So what time do you actually start eating? Because I know it has something to do with the sunrise timing, right? Yeah. So, so you must eat before the sunrise or you must eat at sunrise? Before the sunrise. Or before the sunrise. Uh, so it's, no, it's not. It's, it's yeah. It's actually supposed to stop eating before the sunrise, like maybe about an hour before sunrise, lah. Something like that. So there's a timing where the yeah. Oh. So right now, I think that that, that one hour before sunrise would be about five thirty. I think that's the last. That's a, in a way the cut off timing. Mm. So we eat like maybe before that, lah. Normally we take about twenty minutes or. Slowly, la, slowly eat. Depending on how fast you want to eat. La. Normally, you try to eat slow so it's not too fast. Normally, in the morning, we eat. For me, personally, I eat more. La, because mm-hmm. the day that stretch and drink a lot of water because the, that's the most important part. La, because if not, you'll be dehydrated and you get dizzy and all that. La. The first mm-hmm. two days, and maybe I didn't drink enough water and I felt like that at work so I couldn't really do anything. Yeah, I can imagine that's the hardest part. Water. Yeah, especially in Singapore, it's like so hot, right? 
mm. and so humid. So in order to somewhat combat that, um, try to drink a lot at night when I break after I break my fast, mm. and then also during the morning I just drink a lot. So and then MRT also I take the longer way so I can go the aircon way. I don't have to sweat while walking like 10 minutes from like city hall to my workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lose water, sweat, lose water, white. So slowly lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we should be getting ready to wrap this up. So yeah. that you can get enough sleep. Yeah, man. So what's um? Are you looking forward to anything this weekend, or are you gonna watch Deadpool? I watched Deadpool last week. Oh, you watched it uh, last week? Uh, Saturday. Oh, it came out Saturday. on Wednesday or Thursday. Right? Yeah, it came out last week. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the new the new movie coming is Han Solo. Yes, yeah, Solo. That's, that's what Solo. I wanted to ask you about. Are you gonna watch that this week? I think so. I'm gonna ask my wife whether she wants to watch or not. Mm. Uh, she likes Emilia Clark. I like I like Emilia Clark. Oh, she's in it, uh. <laughs> she's in it. I don't know. So the characters, ah, uh, uh, I like also. She's very how to say, ah, uh, Emilia Clarke is very naked. What? I don't know about this. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> she's always naked, what? what? On on Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah, she's always naked. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh shit! I cannot talk to you about this during this month. You, you can now, uh, but yeah, why would I? But yeah, so basically, yeah, she's always naked. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. <laughs> okay, thanks for that. Thanks for the information. Uh, yeah, and she's in it. And you know, I think the, the first time I actually saw her acting was uh, apart from like Game of Thrones. The first, I think, the first episode or like some trailers or what, uh, that I didn't finish. Ah, uh, uh, is the what? Uh, Me before you or something like that. Uh. The one with that handsome guy, the dancing one. Ah, uh, is it? I think so. Then they die in the end or something like that. The guy died in the end. I don't know. Uh, You don't know, uh, but yeah, she was really good in it. She's very how to say it, uh, comical and sweet and nice. Uh. She feels feels like she's she's enjoying like her work and I don't know, yeah, and being naked like like you said. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe after you watching Han Solo, you'll be curious also. Mm. But the other actor is would be the Donald Glover, though. And he is. You don't know he's in the movie, yeah? I think I know. I think so, but I don't know what role he plays. Lando Clarissian, which is like um, Han Solo's like so called like partner or something yeah. Isn't his partner like Chewbacca? Yeah, that's his other part. He's his main partner, but then Lando also they do a lot of jobs together. You know, Mexican. Hmm. Even though he's a Mexican, what? What? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> they do a lot of jobs together. Oh, after that, it's something else. After that, actually, it's Mexican. He's not Mexican. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's like Star Wars. Oh yeah, Deadpool. Ah, uh. uh, yeah, you should watch it. Watch it. Yeah. No, it's damn funny. Yeah. Maybe this week. Uh. Yeah, then you can watch solo with Emilia Clarke, who is naked uh, most of the time, like you mentioned. Yep. Yeah. I seldom watch movies with you because I'm trying to save money. So unless I really interested in the movie, then I'll go and watch. But I am interested in Deadpool, uh, so I'll probably catch that. Yeah, I think it's like your type of humor. So you enjoy the humor that. Presents itself most of the time, yeah. Mm. Mm. I think so. Mm. So okay. you're heading to bed. Yes, it's like we pass bed time for me for this okay. month. Okay, guys. So that's episode six of the Rojak Show. Hopefully, you list you by the time you're listening this, it's not next year. Um, and for the next episode, we hope to do it like next week as well. Thanks for listening to our like five listeners out there. Five is a, a bit of a stretch, but you, know, <laughs> you have to be optimistic about it. And for our potential sponsors, uh, I'm using a Sennheiser GSP 300 um, gaming headset, which actually acts as a double for like you know a good, really good microphone for podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> and for Enders, like what mic are you using, man? 
I, I cannot say because it's Sennheiser's rival. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sennheiser. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if you're looking for like up and coming like creators to actually like, you know um, sponsor us, then Sennheiser we are we're here in yep. Singapore. Yeah. Uh, one, re- one, re- one represents the east, one represents the west side of Singapore. Yep. Together we are the Rojak. Nationwide. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we got no... Yeah, we're nationwide. You represent west, I represent east. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So east to west, Sennheiser is the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye.